everybody welcome to the uh, pickles and beats lo-fi podcast episode number three sorry for the little mini break there things get uh busy in life we'll put it like that my name is chris i am uh producer the new and the used again you're here at the uh, pickles and beats podcast this is episode number three Appreciate you coming back and checking it out. Appreciate you subscribing if you have. Um, if you haven't, please uh, subscribe. You can find me on uh, or us on all platforms um, as the Pickles and Beats. Hope everybody's doing really well. It's been a little bit. Um, I think I did a January was episode one. I think maybe in January episode two came out as well. Maybe maybe it was February. But uh, here we are at episode three, and it's May, um, getting closer and closer to summer, and you know, season changing, vibe changing. Um, but I feel like it was only yesterday that I did those first two episodes. That's how fast time has been flying by. Um, in my normal day job, I'm an elementary school teacher, and uh, things have just been crazy this year. I can't even. I mean, normally things are crazy anyway. Just uh, teaching elementary school, but. Um, in particular, this year has just been uh, has been busy, been super busy. So, uh, anyway, uh, here we are, Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi Podcast. Um, it's all about lo-fi, and so in this episode, I'm kind of um, leaning more towards the jazz hop, chill hop vibe. Um, you know, I don't really like to pick all these different labels and say, "Well, this fits here, this fits here, this fits here." It just feels a little bit too much, but. Um, but a lot of this stuff is going to be jazz influenced um, or jazz sampled influenced or jazz instrument um, influenced. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm going to get into it right away and just play a couple of tracks um, and then talk a little bit about jazz hop, chill hop um, based music, I guess, or sampled based music. And then um, and then after that, uh, get into some other fun stuff. I'm trying to. You feel it out, change things up a little bit. Again, if you want to find me anywhere, uh, just pickles and beats on all platforms. Um, subscribe, follow me. Um, you'll be able, to, should be able to find the podcast everywhere, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, um, anywhere, anywhere where you'd like to listen. You should be able to find this podcast. Um, appreciate the share. Appreciate you uh, popping in and let me know you listened to it. If you liked it, didn't like it, um, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, things you'd like to change. I mean, it's all feedback. And um, and fun. I'm doing this, you know. A lot of these things I, I think I've mentioned before. Are a lot of my views and kind of I'm just ha- here hanging out and and uh, sharing some of my favorite music as well as uh, uh, looking for others that are interested in a lot of the same. So uh, again, my name's Chris, uh, the producer of the new and the used, and uh, you're listening to the Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi podcast. And uh, we're gonna kick it off with. Um, a really, really cool um, producer. I hope I'm, again, going to pronounce these right. Sometimes these these names escape me, so you can always correct me. I have no problem with that. Um, 
Sol Rakmai. Sol Rakmai. I hope I get that pronounced right. S-O-L-R-A-K-M-I. So this, a lot of the vibes here that we're going to hear throughout this podcast are going to be jazz hop based, chill hop based. And uh, when I was listening and kind of doing some of my research, a lot of, uh, again, Sol Rakmai, I believe is how I pronounce it, but uh, Sol Rakmai's music just kept popping out to me. And I was like, this is really cool stuff. So I've got uh, three tracks back to back. One, the first one here, I believe is uh, the latest um, called Cliffhangers and um, then Cape Crusade followed by Remember That. So here it is on the uh, Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi podcast episode number three. Let us proceed with the first song. Oh, 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 
Lo-Fi Podcast episode number three. Um, again, appreciate you coming in and, and hanging out with us here in our own little cafe. But um, uh, I wanted to just make a quick mention. Uh, I've seen a lot of couple people popping in, popping out. Um, I'm experimenting a little bit in this episode um, for those that are interested. Some people are probably stumbling in and watching right now and wondering what is going on. But um, doing a little bit of a live stream on Twitch and uh, I'm considering we'll see how it goes in a while i um you know I, I like getting a little bit of extra footage and be able to use this for social media but um i thought this would be a cool opportunity to maybe have a little behind the scenes as well and so the the audio might not sound obviously as clear over there if you're watching on twitch but um there's uh, some technical difficulties that i'm sure i'll get figured out in the future that's what i just hadn't been promoting it i figured i'd just give it a shot and see how well it worked and so if you're watching on twitch right now uh, I apologize for any issues, but uh, thanks for coming in and hanging out. And if you are listening on the podcast and you want to check out Twitch, um, again, stay tuned. I'll probably have some kind of a regular schedule coming up soon. Um, so you can stay tuned and check it out weekly, live. And uh, otherwise, you can find it on all your platforms, uh, Pickles and Beats, Lo-Fi Podcast, um, on, again, on all platforms. So uh, here we are. And uh, that was, again, um, pronouncing it hopefully correctly, is uh, Sol Rachmai. And um, Sol Rachmai, uh, the first track was the, his latest uh, called Cliffhangers. And uh, Cape Crusade followed that and followed up with uh, Remember That. And again, I mean, these things stand out to me 
for this episode in particular because they have a lot of this uh, jazz influence or a lot of jazz sample influence. And again, I, <laughs> it's so hard to say now where a lot of these samples are coming from, whether they've been post-created for like sample packs or um, they've been sampled directly from old records. But uh, that's what I love about what's going on nowadays. And I've been reading all these articles and talking about, you know, um, getting back to sampling. And uh, I think I think it was Chill Hop in particular that was teamed up with, uh, with Track Lib. And I'll be talking about this in hopefully a future episode, one of the next ones, about, um, about sample packs and sample-based stuff going on right now. And, I mean, obviously, samples have always been a part of uh, hip-hop, lo-fi hip-hop, and just, again, the hip-hop genre in, in general. But um, this idea of making packs in particular is a whole other world, So, which I think is pretty sweet. Um, I'm excited about that, and so we'll just see where that, that leads us, and that conversation will be fun to have because there's a wide range. You know, I've made a few sample packs myself, um, I know there's a couple different sites in particular that make it really easy to, to import them into your, you know, your DAWs and whatnot. But um, and I, I keep watching these videos on TrackLib and again Lander is another one that's out there. And uh, there's there's a lot of really good um, sample pack and uh, sample based sites. But it's cool to to see people getting back to that. And the whole other conversation is what. Um, you know, what controllers, MIDI controllers, or samplers that people like to use. And so that'll be a, another conversation. But uh, here we are talking about jazz hop and chill hop, and, and I'm already getting off on a tangent. But, you know, I, I love this, uh, you know, getting back to the roots and digging in and finding more and more music and other musicians. And, you know, somebody told me way back when, a, a bass player that I played with um, for a long time, uh, Nick Kuypers, if you're out there somewhere and happen to hear this, I appreciate you every single day. For everything you, you know, taught me and uh, and influenced me, and, and it played a huge role in my life. But uh, the, I believe it was Nick that told me. But you know, I'm just going to attribute it to him because he probably did say it along the way somewhere. But um, you know, find your favorite musicians, listen to their music, and then find out who's in their band, and learn about them. Um, obviously, in all the old uh, Blue Note stuff, it's all the greats. You know, they hung out with, the, you know, played with each other. So that's that's easy. But um, but diving down that rabbit hole and finding other musicians and other music that you wouldn't normally come in contact with, I think is important. And uh, being able to do that, especially if you like to sample, that's pretty awesome because you're going to find a lot of rare gems that you wouldn't normally come across. And, um, you, you know, this idea of taking some of these samples and... Um, whether they're piano-based or guitar-based or whatnot, um, and putting them on, uh, you know, a, a boom-bap beat or just some, some something very simple. Um, it just goes such a long way. It's just got this feeling. I, for, for me, it really hits me. Like, I'm sure, you know, a trap beat might hit somebody else or it really just makes them want to get up and just kind of or get them really bobbing their head. Um, for whatever reason, you get that jazz sample, um, you know, and, I, and I'm a big... I, I'm a big fan of jazz and seeing live jazz and um, you know faking my way through the you know basic standards and but I can't hang with the best of them but it's still I'm a big fan of watching it and listening and I, I think I can speak somewhat of the language and um, 
you know, so if, if that can get sampled and uh, kind of recycled and reused and brought back to the forefront of what good music is, a popular music is, then I, I think it should be that way because uh, jazz musicians, without a doubt, are, are some of the best and they, and they are not appreciated the way that they should be, um, in my opinion. But uh, anyway, that's I just wanted to kind of get on my little soapbox rant about jazz and uh, jazz hop and sampling jazz and... Um, you know, again, this the label of jazz hop, chill hop. They they get intermixed quite a bit. Um, I'm sure there's some others that people could throw out there, but you know, when I'm thinking jazz hop or chill hop based music, I'm thinking anything that's jazz influenced. It could be um, again jazz sampled right out of off of a record. Um, it could be samples that were created based on you know a piano player or drummer, guitar player, bass player. You know vibes doesn't matter what it is uh jazz based you know as far as chord extensions chord progressions um a lot of two five ones um again long open extended chords chunked chords uh you know a lot of those elements those characteristics i think are what do it for me that's just just like if i was going to describe a piece of uh piece of writing or a literary genre you know there are certain characteristics that kind of play the role and for me jazz hop chill hop that's uh, that's where it comes from. So, uh, and I'm going to start off with uh, one artist in particular. I don't know which one came first. If you're uh, again, if you're watching the uh, the Twitch stream here, or you're checking it out, maybe on Instagram, and I use this clip. But uh, right over my shoulder, right here, is uh, a Madlib record. Um, it doesn't say Madlib on there. I don't think anywhere. Maybe Madlib Invasion. But yesterday, this new quintet. Um, again, if you're a Madlib fan or hip-hop fan or crossover fan there, uh, yesterday's new quintet for me, I can still remember walking into the, the record store and getting some jazz and soul records and stuff. And um, you know, A friend behind the counter at the time was like, man, you should check this stuff out. I think you'd really dig this stuff. Because I was into, you know, I play Fender Rhodes. I'm chilling here. Uh, and I love, loved, I guess, you know, R.I.P. Chick Corea. And Light as a Feather, I think that record in particular changed my life. And so when uh, I hear Fender Rhodes or some of that uh, 70s soul stuff or 70s jazz soul, neo soul, um, even you know anything with anything really with some good road stuff in it, I'm usually going to be going that direction. Um, and you know, the guy was like, you should check this out. I'm a huge. The guy was a big Mad Lib fan and I, you know, was familiar, but, you know, didn't, wasn't listening to all of his stuff on a regular basis and he's like you should check this stuff out and uh, kind of went down a rabbit hole after that and uh, but maybe I'll save that for another time but I, I almost feel like to me one of the uh, one of my earlier I would say lo-fi-ish influences I don't feel like Mad Libs Yesterday's New Quintet gets thrown into the uh, lo-fi category as much as I think it kind of should uh, in just my opinion but we could probably have that debate in another time if you've never checked it out uh angles without edges yesterday's new quintet check that out but um anyway one of the other influences right along that same exact time that i started getting into it was um another artist called the deli which i'm sure again if you've been a fan of lo-fi and you haven't been under a rock somewhere you've heard of the deli um now i'm gonna be completely honest and i haven't learned a lot about because every time i look up a bio somewhere or information it's blank so I don't know if that's on purpose because uh, they don't want themselves to be out there or whatnot. But um, 
Anyway, there's two tracks here in particular that stand out to me, and I'm just going to go ahead and rock them because I think that they, even though they are probably one of the most popular and maybe on every single playlist out there, I think it needs to be acknowledged that they are so good. I think, uh, uh, let's see, the first one that I'm going to play here is 5.32 p.m., I think it has 97, almost 98 million plays on Spotify alone. Um, so the Delhi 532 followed up by the Delhi Flowers. Um, he does have a couple recent releases, but um, I wanted to make sure I just played these because to me, they were a huge influence and still are a big influence. I could, I've listened to them so many times and I'd still listen to it right now and, and pop my head as I'm going to in just a minute. So uh, again, this my name is Chris. The producer name, uh, the new and the used. Please go check me out. Um, this is Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi Podcast. You can find us on all platforms as Pickles and Beats. And this coming up here is The Deli. And this track is 5.32 p.m. And it'll be followed up by, again, The Deli Flowers.
back to the uh, Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi Podcast. Uh, this is episode number three. That was uh, The Deli. Again, probably uh, you've heard both of those tracks. If you're a Lo-Fi fan, you've probably heard both of those tracks. If you're just getting into Lo-Fi, um, I think those were probably some of the first you know, two tracks that really got me going. I started listening to the record. Uh, I think it's called Jazz Cat is what those are from or at least one of them in particular, uh, 532, I think, is from that. But, uh, again, please go check out The Deli. If you're not familiar, go check out The Deli. But, um, yeah, overall, jazz sample-based stuff. It's just uh, it rings true to me. It might not necessarily ring true to everybody, but uh, I think that's what's beautiful about the lo-fi genre. It's kind of that's what brings everybody together, and it has a lot of uh, jazz influence there, uh, whether you choose to sample it or not. Um, has a lot of that influence there with those again, wide open extension chords and um, or even some of the uh, the boom bap influence but just uh, just my personal opinion um, I wanted to kind of somewhat shift two different categories one uh, kind of a, a, a fun goofy thing for me um, that I wanted to throw in here is a little bit of can you guess that sound uh, maybe in the future we'll get a uh, uh, some funny quirky sound effects to launch us into some segment like do, do, do what is the sound or something like that maybe I'll sample myself and, and get goofy with it but um, as of right now I don't have that so what we're going to do is just uh, cue it up and see what happens so I'm going to play uh, a sound for you in just a second and I want you to think about what is this sound and it'll come back in the next segment after we listen to some more music. So check it out. Here you go. What is that sound? What is that sound? I don't know. We'll have to uh, see. So think about it. Maybe you're going back and forth. you got somebody to listen to with. Um, think about what is that sound? What is that sound? Anyway. It's goofy. I just uh, was kind of thinking, throwing in some other little segments here, and uh, I, I like to record a lot of weird sounds. That one is, is not actually one of my recordings, I'm going to be honest about that. But I do like to record a lot of soundscape stuff. I even get soundscape and just random sound effect records whenever I'm record shopping. And uh, I love to squeeze that kind of stuff into my samples and uh, into my recordings when I can. So... Anyway, I, I love segments like that where you have to kind of guess. Sometimes it's really obvious. That one might be obvious to some, but that one to me didn't really stand out right away. And so I wanted to throw it out there and just see. Can you guess what that sound is? Be honest. Guess the sound. Um, <laughs> anyway, another thing I wanted to launch into, uh, I was reading a few articles about sample-based jazz musicians. And um, as, uh, you know... <laughs> As I start to talk about how much I like this and its influence on me, I started to think about, like, you know, who are some of these musicians that are being sampled all the time? That's why I was just mentioning in the last kind of segment there was, you know, go research who these people are and learn about them and the people that they um, play with and learn more about their bands. And you'll realize that, you know, this is a pretty diverse community, but also they all kind of play with each other in a lot of different ways and uh, or on a lot of different records. But one thing that uh, I think is 
is pretty cool is that a lot of these musicians were sampled a whole lot. And so I read a few different articles about um, the most popular jazz musicians that were sampled or the most sampled musicians. Um, and again, this was a little bit older of an article, maybe a two or three years old from uh, whosampled.com. And it has the uh, top 10 most sampled musicians or jazz musicians, I think is what it was specific to jazz, but uh, jazz based musicians. And uh, it was surprising. I think some of you will probably be able to guess them right off the top, but uh, I'm going to, on the top five, I'm going to give you the top five and how many, and it said how many times they were sampled. Now, again, I'm not going to fact check these and go back and look every single time, but even if they're off by 50 times they were sampled, that's incredible. The numbers that we're going to see here. So uh, anyway, let's, let's jump into it. Um, so number 10 on the list, uh, well, I guess first an honorable mention went to Lonnie Liston-Smith. Um, and then number 10 was Donald Byrd. Number 9 was Miles, of course, Miles Davis. Uh, number 8 was Nina Simone. Number 8 was George Benson. I'm sorry. Number 8 was Nina Simone. Number 7 was George Benson. And number six was Lou Donaldson. So, uh, again, all I have heard, I could probably pick out songs for each one of those that they've been sampled, whether it's throughout the hip-hop or other genres or even, you know, lo-fi hip-hop. But, um, you know, I'm not going to give specific numbers on that and take up a ton of time to go through those. But in these top five, it's pretty staggering to look at. So, uh, number five on the list of uh, top ten most jazz sampled um, musician would be Grover Washington Jr. And he, from this story based on three years ago, which again could be even more sampled, uh, but even if you're 50 off, I'll give you even that wiggle room of being 50 times sampled off, which is a lot. Um, Grover Washington Jr. was sampled 241 times. 241 times. Um, And again, that's just what's been probably documented. So think about the times that hadn't been documented. Um, number four on that list. Number four on the list is Roy Ayers, of course. I think most people, again, you're going to be able to recognize most of these here um, and probably be able to call them out. So number four was Roy Ayers, and Roy Ayers came in at 257. So 241 they had for Grover Washington Jr. And then number four was Roy Ayers 257 times he was sampled. Number three, probably one of my all-time favorite top three musician, composers, keyboardists, uh, revolutionaries, uh, Herbie Hancock, uh, 282 times sampled. Again, based on this article, I don't, I don't put a lot of stock into the numbers, but even so, it's just a lot of times being sampled. Um, Herbie Hancock, 282 times. And number two, uh, Quincy Jones, of course, Quincy Jones, 303 times being sampled documented sampled and then i think again most people probably know this um it blows all the others out of the water uh most sampled jazz musician um from whosample.com's article um again the numbers could be staggered quite a bit but um drumroll uh bob james of course uh 734 times is what it says on that article i'm sure there's a lot more now again when i'm talking lo-fi jazz sample based stuff there's a few that I think of right away that are not on this list at all which surprised me I thought I would at least catch some of these but um, and I one of them in particular isn't even 
jazz sampled. It's more, uh, I'm sorry, uh, lo-fi sampled necessarily. It's more hip-hop sampled. But um, I thought Ahmad Jamal, of course, stood out to me, was uh, one right off the bat. Um, another one that's used constantly in lo-fi music, and I think, again, most people could probably agree on this, is uh, Wes Montgomery, guitar player. Um, Joe Sample is another uh, jazz musician that I feel like, again, I, whether you want to call jazz or soul musician, uh, funk musician, I guess, in a way, um, sampled quite a bit. And then um, one of my all-time favorites, I think is sampled often for chord structure and chunked chords and even those wide extension chords are, is Bill Evans. Um, Bill Evans, without a doubt, is a sample quite a bit. I hear I've even personally been one to sample Bill Evans. So uh, and I know I know there's more. So please let me know. Pickles and beats. Go find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, whatever your preferred platform is, and send me a message. Post on the page. What is the most sampled musician that you, whether it's you like to sample or you hear sampled often, what is the musician or jazz musician or whatever genre you choose that you hear sampled often? Let me know. Let's share. Let's have that conversation. Maybe there'll be samples I don't recognize that I would love to start to get into or some that I'm like, oh, that's who that was? I've been wondering all this time. Who is it? So please reach out. Let us know who is an artist musician that is sampled so often. We would love to hear them. So um, those are the ones that came up the most, and uh, those were mine in particular that stood out to me. So let's get into some more music. Um, this is another musician that's been actually standing, or a producer that's been standing out to me a lot, and some amazing uh, sampling going on. I again, I would love to check in and find out where a lot of the samples come from. But um, Moose Dawa, Moose D A W A, Moose Dawa, and he's out of Sweden. Um, I got three tracks coming up here: Alley Cat Jazz, Menti, and Dusty Butterfly. Um, I think I'm going to do them in exactly that order as well. Alley Cat Jazz, Menti, and Dusty Butterfly. Uh, and, I, you know, his stuff has been standing out to me quite a bit, and I've been playing it a lot. And I, you know, recently we connected finally on uh, Instagram and uh, about featuring some of his music on here. And I've been listening more and more and more. There's the record uh, called Reflect. And I highly encourage anybody to listen to it that likes a little bit of just like a, some of that boom bap, um, steady groove hip hop with some really cool piano chords. So I'm going to play a couple tracks from that, um, or at least one track from that, and then two tracks coming off of the um, the swap, the swap record. Um, and those tracks are Alley Cat Jazz and Dusty Butterfly. So again, uh, my name is Chris. I am the producer, uh, the new and the used. This is Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi Podcast, episode number three. I appreciate you checking us out. Make sure you subscribe, follow us on all platforms. And uh, coming up here right now is Moose Dawa and Alley Cat Jazz.
back to the Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi Podcast, episode number three. Uh, I'm Chris, also known as producer uh, The New and The Used. Um, appreciate you checking us out. This is, uh, again, third episode, and hope to keep it a little bit more consistent, um, just so we can build this up and, and get more interest in the podcast and get more uh, submissions and more guests to come on and just continue to just build a really cool community and a, a place where people can come and talk about lo-fi and, and share in that but uh you know I, I told myself i wanted to do the first few episodes by myself to just kind of get things rolling and then start featuring different people and getting interviews going i got a couple in the bag already and uh looking to do a lot more i i, I can't wait i'm really excited to, to get this happening and get it rolling a little bit more once i have a, a little bit more time um and i'm available a little bit more but um overall i appreciate the excitement i appreciate the emails uh, i've gotten a few people to reach out on instagram and let me know that they've listened and and can't wait for the next episode and stuff like that and and uh more than i expected off the start so i think i said it in the last episode and i you know, I'll continue to say it again thank you again for the support um if you're looking for us at all it's uh, pickles and beats on all platforms um whether it's spotify Apple Music, Amazon, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just uh, go give us a follow and a like and subscribe and uh, look out for us in the future here. Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi Podcast. And uh, I am Chris with uh, The New and The Used. So uh, real quick before we get into the very end here, I want to start doing something new. Um, And earlier before the last uh, roll of music here, which just make sure I point that out, that was Moose Dawa. Uh, out of Sweden, and that was Alley Cat Jazz off of the swap. Menti, M E N T I, off of uh, Reflect. And then uh, Dusty Butterfly off of the swap. So I encourage you to go check them out if you enjoyed that. Um, I like it a lot just because a lot of the piano samples just really speak to me, and I, I enjoyed them, so I wanted to throw them on this podcast. So I hope you enjoyed them as well. Um, a lot of the jazz hop, chill hop um, influence stuff here and uh, enjoy talking about it with you. But um, before we launch into the last little segment, um, I played a sound for you earlier. And I'm just curious if you uh, recognize it. So if you were listening earlier, you heard this sound coming up here. Uh, let's see if I cue it up for you. Ready, set, and go. Now again, if you uh, if you spend a lot of time in the kitchen, then you probably know what this is already. Um, if you don't, maybe you just heard it and you're like, oh yeah. But that is something popping up out of your toaster. So if you caught it, good for you. Thumbs up. Pat yourself on the back. Go get yourself a coffee, whatever it might be. Um, but congratulations to you. <laughs> That's something popping popping up out of the toaster. Uh, anyway, if you uh, if you're interested, you uh, <laughs> you're a segment you like or, or don't like, please uh, feedback. Let me know. But popping up out of the toaster, and we'll see if you can pick out the next one, next episode. Um, so the last thing I wanted to do for our last segment before we go, and I want to start doing this every single uh, episode, is feature new music. So whether that's going through my my Spotify and finding. Um, lo-fi artists that got new music coming out right now from my release radar or i'm just searching around randomly and finding new music that is just out or within you know the last between now and the last episode anyway and uh, 
luckily there's a lot of time between the last episode. But I think a lot of this stuff on my list today, and these are going to be the top five newest pieces out right now. And a few of these artists we've uh, had on the podcast before as far as their music goes. And uh, the first track I'm going to play is uh, Mayuik. Um, It's a song about a dream. Really, really cool track. Uh, Followed by Cough V um, off the Chilled Cat label. Track called Daylight. Uh, Track by Hanshu Lofi called Daydreams. And then a track by Torin Petto and Farnell Newton called Crosswalk. The very last track of the top five uh, new pieces to listen to right now is uh, Lazy Boy Loops, uh, Campfire Theater. So I put those all on here, uh, just kind of listening through my release radar and listening online uh, throughout my my followers and people that I follow. And these stood out to me, and I was like, i got to put these on the podcast, and I want to start having a segment at the end of uh, top five newest pieces out right now. And so there you go. Mayuix, it's a song about a dream here on the Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi Podcast.
Welcome back to the Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi Podcast, episode number three. That last track, we'll work backwards here. That last track was Lazy Boy Loops, called Campfire Theater. Before that was Torin Petto and Farnell Newton, called Crosswalk. Before that was uh, Hanshu Lo-Fi Daydreams. And then the first two, uh, Kof V from the Chilled Cat label, uh, Daylight. And then uh, Mayuek started us off with It's a Song About a Dream. So again, I just want to say a huge thank you to everybody. Uh, if you made it this far and you listened through, uh, dedicating an hour to uh, Pickles and Beats Lo-Fi podcast, episode number three. Uh, I'm Chris, uh, producer of the new and the used uh, appreciate you again checking us out make sure you give a follow a like subscribe so that every time we have a new episode you'll be aware of it um, if you are a producer out there please log in and uh, share information with us whether that's on Instagram again or um, other avenues uh, pickles and beats at gmail.com whether you want to share beats with us or even just uh, share your thoughts please again type comments in the chats uh, let's get a community going because it really is not about just us. It's about the community group. So um, I appreciate the lo-fi community, and I think that's something that really drew me in, not only the music and how much I appreciate playing this kind of music and finding an outlet during tough times um, when you're by yourself or you can't get together with other musicians. It's a great way to put together music and send it off, and so I think that's played a role in my life, um, not only just pandemic but pre-pandemic, but... Um, but also for making new friendships and uh, establish new musician friendships with others. So uh, that's just me personally. But I know for others, it can be something that gets you through tough times. Sometimes it gets you through a a tough assignment. Um, And then sometimes it's just something fun to drive to. Uh, But I hope you enjoyed the podcast, Pickles and Beats, Lo-Fi Podcast, episode number three. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Uh, Take it easy and be safe. Thank you soon.